Feel energized? Feel ready to go? Pretty fired up? Sun shining? Let's talk sports for a couple hours, shall we? Uh, tonight, Thursday night football, the New York football giants going up against the San Francisco 49ers over at Levi. I uh, I sat down and I tried to like come up with constructive ways I think this game plays out. And guys, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I can't tell if I'm like looking into the Levac crystal ball and actually have a good feeling of how this is going to go. Or if it's just some solid wishful thinking I've convinced myself into. You and I were pumped yesterday about the Red Sox and the Rangers, a long yeah, game. Enough of that, by the way. Enough of that. That's the last of it. Enough of it. Maybe forever. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Goodbye forever. They Red, got destroyed. Too. And officially eliminated from postseason play. Oh, was it official? <laughs> but you and I came in yesterday and we did some things. We made some people happy. We shook some hands. We kissed some babies. And the last thing you said I to actually, me. Actually, now I understand. I was getting weird looks. I shook the babies and kissed the hands. I didn't. I do apologize. I think the kid's fine. Shouldn't be a problem. The hands are weird, though. You are hopping into your beautiful truck thanks to oh, yeah, Mohawk Chevrolet ScarJo. Oh, 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 oh. And right before the door closed, I heard you yell out, I think the Giants might cover. Slam. <laughs> That's the last I've spoken to you, basically. <laughs> Have you felt different since yesterday till today? Uh, no, no, I, I do. So, so I sat down cause I, you know, what, what I usually do on a week like, like this is I'll go lean. Then I'll start, I'll try to reason it out. Does my lean make sense? So like, does my gut feeling on a, on a game make sense? And if my gut feeling I can convince myself actually makes sense and I do have an ample gut baby, then I'm all in. Um, so like last, so my safety bets week one and week two were the, were the Cleveland Browns plus the number, the Seattle Seahawks plus the number. That was my lean, and then I, I went and I looked at it, and I felt really good about it. Those have both won. Um, the Giants would not be like my play of the week by any stretch of the imagination. However, I do believe it's they have a better chance of winning than, than people like yourself are giving them credit. And not like – you got to look at win first, right? I know, I know, you know, we, we've kind of transgressed into more of a wagering show than anything else, especially since we've been able to use wagering to raise money for charities and things. We're adjusting with the times. We saw the trends. We saw the data. (laughs) If you don't like wagering, there's some of you that are outweighing those people who are old school. Let's just, I just, I think we've been, we've been honest longer than a lot of people because the spread's been on the TV forever. And now like, we're just sitting here going, no, dude, I'm gonna bet it. (laughs) Like, it's just what it is. But um, no, I, I, there is there is a way for the Giants to win, and I I think if you really look at what San Francisco has been doing so far this year, <clears throat> you can kind of see there are weaknesses there. You know, they're they're not as as good as they are, and I do believe they are the best team in the NFL. Um, you know, the Steelers are terrible. The Steelers are bad. They're averaging nine point five points a game, that, and that's you you're one and one. Good for you. Nick Chubb stays in that game. You lose. Um, so you throw that one away. I don't think the Rams, uh, the Rams are, are top heavy. They're better than a lot of people realize. And then have Puka, you know, Nacho Chua come up out of nowhere. Puka Chupacabre, uh, come out like, like <laughs> he's, he's doing great. I mean, it's amazing, but they showed you with a, with a subpar offensive line, you know, with a, a, a very strong defensive front. That you can you can hang with the Niners, 
And if you can hang with the Niners, why can't you beat the Niners? So the Giants can win this game with the points. I, I do. I have taught myself into liking them. Is it going to be one of those ones where I put, you know, a full what I would normally like, like what I had on Seattle last week? I will not have on the Giants tonight. That just won't happen. As much as the Giants could stay competitive for a certain percentage of our audience covered the spread tonight, win is not a word you just said. In- I, I do. They could. Okay. They could. Because again, and, and you got to remember too, they need this game. All right, here's here's how here's the recipe in my mind for the Giants to actually beat the 49ers. First and foremost, Daniel Jones needs to protect the offensive line. Normally, you say it the other way around. No, Daniel Jones needs to deliver the football fast. He needs to make his decisions quick. The reads need to be taken care of very very quick, especially early in the game. So get whether it be screens. You know, slants, fades, whatever, run for your life, whatever it is, he needs to keep the offensive line from, you know, overexerting themselves and and being, you know, exposed for the first quarter at least by himself. That's his job now. Uh, Brita needs to be part of that as well, but he's got to do it. That line cannot stand up to the San Francisco 49ers front if Daniel Jones is holding the ball for two and a half, three seconds. He's got to get rid of the ball and he's got to run for his life. That's that's one. Keep going, um, um, unless unless you didn't have another one. No, there. no, no. Okay, I, I, mean, okay, I thought you did. That's that's number one. Uh, number two, Kayvon Thibodeau's got to stop coming up with excuses, and he's got to get a piece of Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, I like him a lot better than you do, and I think he I think he fits what they're doing. But he is also extremely green. He does make mistakes. He's been very lucky in his mistakes so far. If he throws the ball wrong, it's so wrong that nobody gets it, or you know he does have he has the turnovers, but he could be it could be a lot worse. Um, force him to make turnovers, and the final thing back on the offense, don't ignore Jalen Hyatt when he gets open deep, because that he as I don't want to see double moves out of Jalen Hyatt tonight. Like I literally like like where can you line him up that he can run unencumbered down the field? Because if he can run unencumbered down the field. Get him the ball, and you might be able to win game on some big old touchdowns. He can be so good. The deep ball is so tough to throw in the NFL because so many people have speed, but Hyatt is a different level. We've seen back to training camp, preseason, and more of the impact he can have for the Giants. The deep spot, that's the one place that there is kind of a weakness in the Niners defense. Yes, there you definitely is. You get past is. that linebacker level, and you're on your way. You know, if we built the story backwards, we're talking about the storyline for tonight's game of, all right, so the Giants are going to play the Niners on Thursday night. Oh, man, it's going to be a tough game. They're going to be without Saquon Barkley. Ugh. And without their best offensive lineman. Some people have called the best offensive player in Thomas. Oh! <laughs> ah! Well, at least they've probably been playing good football. No, they've been playing historically <laughs> bad football. Oh, no. No. Why? Who did that to them? What happened? <laughs> Who hurt you? So, even though those game plans and strategies to hang with San Francisco potentially pull off what could be a huge upset. You know what? I, I got to stop myself right there because that's already what's happening in the NFL. If I told you, wipe away everything else, you know, it, ignore what I just said about Barkley and Thomas and the start that's been historically bad for the season. Just Giants versus Niners week three. This without any of those other things we know should have been a playoff matchup. This could have been the NFC title game. Well, you know, the Giants last year beat the Vikings. They got the play Philly, which is a tough matchup. Philly ended up winning the overall conference, but you know, if you rank the teams preseason, we're trying to find who the third best team is in the NFC post-Philly and San Fran, however you rank them, it could be the Giants. I fell for that. 
I bet on that bait. <laughs> I thought it was the Giants. So what should have been tonight, if we asked us in August, a really good game, a potentially season-moving win. That's been like my theme here in football season, but it's true because of how small the divisions are that, wow, if the Giants could beat the 49ers on Amazon Prime, we could talk about the New York Giants as a real, true Super Bowl contender. How quickly two weeks change. We are just hoping, as New York sports fans and people who talk for a living about sports, that the Giants keep it competitive tonight. And here's what I can feel. I want to get the Goss crystal ball out here and tell you this. Here's what I don't want to have happen tomorrow, but I feel it already. I can see it very clearly. The Giants are going to lose tonight. The Giants are done. I'll figure out the spread, what I'm doing with that later. But the Giants are a huge underdog tonight. And we're going to hear from Giant fans tomorrow. And this loss is going to fall squarely on Daniel Jones. Fairly or unfairly? Because LeVac, without Barkley, without Thomas, Dayball might not take the heat. This is going to be an unfair loss placed on Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones makes any mistakes tonight, he's getting the heat. And he probably should it in a game like this. No, he's the leader. You know, mm-hmm. the, the leader the leader's the one who gets the heat. But they also get the praise. He got a lot of the praise for, for last week. I would say rightfully so, but don't forget that. All right, let me let me take you back to what you just said. You you originally I, I'm sorry that I don't agree with you until you don't agree with yourself. But you originally <laughs> said you saw them as a playoff contender, maybe an NFC championship game contender. Yeah. So let's say somehow, some way they win tonight. Thursday night football, the Giants get the W in San Fran. They don't play again until Monday night, October 2nd. They, Without a bye week, they have a bye week to prepare to host the Seahawks. You beat the Seahawks on almost full rest. You probably got Thomas back by then. Who knows? You might have Saquon back by then. And now you're 3-1 and one before you go to Miami. Or you lose this one, everything I just said, you go that, you're still you're two and two before you go to Miami. But imagine if this team is three and one after facing the Cowboys, the Cardinals, who the Cardinals who are they fight. Those those are some angry birds. The Niners and the Seahawks. If you're three and one after that, you're in play. You are in play. Oh, no doubt. If you can beat San Francisco and you can flip around and beat Seattle, it's a whole different vibe for the season. The whole such thing- a long break. It's so great. It's it, good for them. It is. However, those teams you just listed off are not scrubs. San Francisco, Seattle, and Miami. Woo! And Buffalo's in that mix somewhere too, right? Isn't it like Buffalo well, mid mid October? Yeah. So you get so so you get this nice break after tonight. You host Seattle, then you go to Miami. That's gonna be a hard one because at one o'clock October eighth, Miami probably gonna be hot. You're gonna they're gonna put you in the dark blues. They're gonna wear the whites. You're gonna sweat your butt off. Then you're going to come back up north, and you're going to go play Buffalo in Buffalo uh, on October 15th, another primetime game. So what is that, Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday night Sunday night football. And, and then you're home for Washington, the Jets. You're at the Raiders. Like it's Yeah, but it, how much easier is it to sell your fan base and your players and your organization? We can handle all of this if you win tonight. You win tonight. Nice long break. Thursday to Monday. Whew. Everybody get how you feeling, Saquon? You in the cold tub? Good for you, buddy. Appreciate you. What's up, Big Thomas? You good? All right, cool. Let's go slap somebody around. What's the pregame? That would be great. It would be great for Giants fans. It would be dancing in the streets, celebratory on a Thursday night win. Yes. But I want to know what like the pregame speech is tonight for Dayball. Because he started oh. thinking about like the scout report about San Francisco. 
Think about what Kyle Shanahan's done here in his career. He got Matt Ryan at MVP as an offensive coordinator. He flipped around and became the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, and he got Jimmy Garoppolo to get that team to a Super Bowl. Levac, you've seen Jimmy G for your Raiders. There's a lot left to be desired, let's just say, about the early tenure of Jimmy G in Vegas. So Kyle Shanahan had those two things happen. He flipped around and said, Garoppolo, highest-paid quarterback when he signed here in NFL history? He should get to a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan, borderline Hall of Famer? He probably should have had an MVP. I got it. I'm going to take Mr. Irrelevant. Like it's one of those, well, was it She's All That, Levac? Is that the 90s movie <laughs> reference I'm rolling with here yeah. with Freddie Prince Jr.? Take the glasses off, drop take, the ponytail. Whoa. But Look remember, at this that kid from Iowa State, huh? It actually kind of, that's it's actually a really good analogy because remember, they did take the pretty girl at first. They took Trey Lance. They're like, what's up, man? You're going to be great. And then Trey Lance, pfft, nothing. Kiss me. <laughs> here it comes. Brock Purdy down the stairs, Levac. Somebody got that reference. Hopefully, more than just you and I. If you're gonna do uh, like if you're gonna do movie references from that era, you asked what the pregame speech is like. I think Brian Dable comes. You ever see the movie The New Guy? DJ Squalls, <laughs> wow. Eddie Griffin, yes, Elijah Dushku. What's up? She's still hot. In a while. You remember that whole scene where Eddie Griffin is teaching DJ Squalls the the look, the ah, like, ah, until like everybody's like, ah, they jump back with a look. Dable just walks in and goes. Ah, he just gives them all that look, and they all just, yeah! Mm. And he looks right at Kayvon Thibodeau, and he's, yeah! And he gives it to him again, and Kayvon Thibodeau goes, I'll get him! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'll rush the quarterback! Wink Martindale walks in, yeah! He does it, too. He's like, and you'll cover the flat when I tell you to. Yeah, I'm sorry! Kayvon yes. Thibodeau needs to get his butt after the quarterback tonight. That's going to be the biggest key of everything. Take it. I need, I need, I need the new guy yeah. to take out cheese all that. If the new guy... Takes out She's All That, Giants win. Halfway through your story, I got my movies confused and thought, wasn't that a movie with Rob Schneider? Wouldn't it be a girl in the movie at some point? Uh, or is that no, new that's, girl? That's, um, I'll have to look that one up. I don't, Sorry, just ruined no, it No, no, that's okay. The new guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was this, where he like, he like, um. It's a motivating speech. I did get your point. that They need to growl at the players. I well, mean, he's, just, he's not going to be nice to them. No, he can't, can't be. be. They, they, don't, they don't deserve it. Uh, wow, what was the movie where he was a girl? <laughs> Uh, like, that didn't age well, whatever that movie was, uh, for sure. Anyways. Uh, Rob's the hot chick. Oh, of course. Which did come out the same year as the new guy. Well. It was a very creative movie <laughs> title era back in 2002, if you, uh, if you didn't know. Really, the golden era of movies, if you think about it It really there. was. I mean, if you could get DJ Squalls to be the romantic male lead and the same year Rob Snyder is, but Rob Snyder is also the female romantic lead. You have you you know what? Writer strike be damned. We don't need you anymore. The greatest scripts ever are just back in O2. We'll just remake those. That's all we need, remakes. That's Put all them we back do. out there. <laughs> Writers. Oh no, quiet Levac and Goss. You're too quiet in Albany. Listen, clear, clearly nobody writes for this show. This crap is just it's just here. It just happened. You hear that, Giant fans? That's the motivation tonight. Find the new guy. Find yeah. she's all that. Yep. No, That's the new one. guy needs to take out. She's all that. Oh, okay. When Brock Purdy drops back, Thibodeau's gonna yeah, and then like put the ponytail back on, and then and then we'll be good to go. Then it'll all be okay. Go Giants. <laughs> go, go Big Blue. Good job. Good job, Big Blue. Good job out there. No, I do. I do think. I think. I think you're gonna know early. Let's just put it that way. I think you're gonna know if the Giants are able. To ugly this game up early, slow the 49ers offense down, and even, you know, 
kick some field goals, do, score a little bit, maybe Jalen Hyatt gets deep, you're going to have a good game all night. If the Niners just – if Christian McCaffrey starts popping off all over the field, Giant fan, go to bed. Just go to bed. You don't You don't want to – Put something else on. Put the Kurt Angle documentary Peacock on yeah. halfway through that. You know, just start – you know what you do? You go right to the YouTube, just start bringing up uh, Chris Stapleton singing about Chevy. That's what that's. It's always a good time. You can't. I cannot listen to Chris Stapleton and not feel good about Chevy. I, it's just it's just me. It's who I am. He'll sing them all. He just he'll cover them now. He's doing the, the new Monday Night Football song. Yeah, it sounds great. If the game sucks, I'm just gonna go out to my truck and tailgate in my truck thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go right out there. <laughs> You missed the argument this morning about my truck. Oh, because I was going to say, a lot of people are not parking near you anymore, LeVac. You have like your whole lot out there today in the iHeartMedia parking lot. Because I go, Gah! I give them the look when I get out of the truck. Gah! And they don't want no part of it because they know I, I love Mohawk Chevrolet. Um, a couple days ago, we had a meeting. Uh, Tracy over there on the uh, the River Morning Show, she's, uh, she's talking a little smack. We got a little friendly rivalry going. She goes, you keep talking, I'll key your truck. And I go, do you want me to let the air out of the tires so you can reach it? Because you're short. <laughs> and uh, it's been a thing ever since. So that came up again today. She goes, like, you calling me short. I go, I didn't call you short. I said the truck was too tall for you. She goes, I stood next to your truck. It is very tall. I like it. She goes, I don't know how to get in it. Oh, I go, well, I've got the the mechanical side rails. So you step right up on the side. She's like, really? So we started talking. About, I think, if, if don't be shocked if like a pink version of my truck pulls in next to my truck. With like their morning show oh. logos on it, I think she's in now. I think she's figured it out. And if anything, if I know Andy Gelcher over at Mohawk Chevrolet, he'll make that deal happen just to torment me. Like he'll just be like, "Hey, look who's got a truck now!" <laughs> Spreading the wealth, Levac, is what you're doing. You're being a good coworker, and you're showing to people what Mohawk Chevy can do for their Are lives. Are you at that point where I'm at, where when you see a friend right online, like, "Oh, I had a terrible car buying experience," and then you're like, "Why didn't you go to Mohawk like I told you to? Like, why didn't you listen to the show?" You know me. Why didn't you go to Mohawk Chevrolet? It's like, happening this week with one of our coworkers. I don't want to embarrass him on the air. His wife had to show up to work, sits in that same seat that you do. Oh. So he's got to start taking my advice. He may not listen to me nine to five, but. Well, you won't listen. Maybe you'll listen to me. Maybe you'll <laughs> listen to me. Listen, the bottom line is this. like We're talking about Mohawk Chevrolet. You find new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet in, in Balsa Spa, right up there. I love, love my truck. My daughter loves her trailblazer. Every one of my friends who has been smart enough to either take my advice or hear me talk about it and go on their own loves their Mohawk Chevrolet. And now with Car Bravo, any make, model, brand, you can get it through Mohawk Chevrolet. So do what I did. Do what Gaz did. Become part of the Mohawk family. Like I said, find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. Boone goes off, but does it matter next? Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Every business seeks an advantage, whether it's having the best location, hiring top talent, or spotting trends before they happen. And now, the United States Postal Service can give your business a new advantage. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two- to five-day package shipping. It's the advantage you need at the price you want. Get the Ground Advantage at USPS.com advantage. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Fall is just around the corner, and home is the center of it all. At Ashley, seasonal decorating's a breeze with their range of designs and materials. Snuggle up on a family-friendly sectional or an ultra-modern sofa. Or gather outside and enjoy the crisp, cool air with a new fire pit or conversation set. From minor refreshes to total overhauls, 
Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends. ...on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code WOFX. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code WOFX. Must be 21 plus and physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problems? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hey, if you're thinking about getting the latest iPhone, check this out. With Boost Infinite, you get the latest iPhone every year and unlimited wireless for just $60 a month. Yeah, you get the new iPhone 15 Pro that was just announced. Then again next year, you get the latest iPhone every year. Boost Infinite, infinitely better. To learn more, pick up your phone, dial pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. That's pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. Terms apply. After 30 gigabytes, service may be slow. Receive a comparable iPhone model each year with an acceptable trade-in every year. Requires credit qualification and 36-month phone financing agreement. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I, I just um, forced to remember a, a stupid game a couple of my buddies and I used to play back in the day that I think you, Boston Dan, myself, a couple others could get away with and it'd be fun. We would get, like, you'd get to parties where you didn't know people and, and or you go to a bar or whatever and end up in these random, random conversations. And you do kind of what we just did where you'd reference a movie, but you would reference it like it was real life. <laughs> what do you mean? So like, so like you and I would be talking to somebody and I would, um, I, you, all right, I would just, I would go, you know, a buddy of mine once told me, very wise guy. I remember he was, uh, he was going on vacation with a family in an RV. Uh, he's, you know, are, are you such a, a loser? You don't know when you've won. And then like one of the other friends, like you would have to be like, are you? Did you just reference from Dust Till Dawn and pretend it really happened in your life? But you don't let everybody else know it's happening. It's just the two of you like texting back and forth at that point. But you like talk about these things like they really happen in your life, and it's just a fun way to see who else has no life. Uh, it's a little mix of the Michael Keaton character and the other guys. The yeah. TLC songs yeah. meets Scared Straight from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's, yeah, Saturday Night Live did that. Wait, are you referring? No, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. Um, I'm in for that challenge right. at some point. All right, we'll see if we we'll see if we can get away with it. The worst part is you and I are gonna be, we're gonna do it at like we're gonna find our way to the Syracuse Pit game at Yankee Stadium. We're gonna be bombed and think we're doing it like really slick, and everybody's gonna be like, "Dude, we know we know you just referenced '61, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're referencing like now you're like referencing movies that just happened. Um, all right, just stupid stuff like that. I don't know. I'm in I'm in a weird a weird mood today. Like it's. I feel like I'm in that stage of of acceptance. I, I'm past denial. I'm in acceptance now. Like I've passed denial. Hmm. I passed anger. The Yankees are done. It's over. Even though it was like Boone, Boone did a little theater for us on the way out. You know, it's like it, it's. And I don't mean him leaving. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going anywhere. But like last night's game, where the Yankees lose yet again to the Blue Jays to uh, to complete their three game losing streak and probably go to four tonight. Boone blows up at the pitcher again, which was is always uh, the the umpire again, which is always fun. But it was a hot mic situation, and I can't imagine how fast the people in charge of the mics 
like wet themselves and scrambled for dumping buttons and everything else because he he knows he's out. He's already been kicked. He's he's grumbling from the dugout. He's already been kicked. He comes out. He's gonna get his money's worth, as they say. He goes, I know you had the biggest zone in the league. This is to the ump, uh, Barrett. And he goes, but you must bleeping know it too. Like he and it was such a clear loud f-bomb that then all the mics died like there was like no volume on anything for like a hot second and then it was and then everybody came back but like my favorite thing of this season was the short visit from the the martian jason dominguez my second favorite and most entertaining thing has been aaron boone exploding at, at home plate yeah i'll give you most of the aaron boone explosions and ejections they are soundbite worthy. They're always our talking point the next day. It adds some intrigue to the season. Dominguez is awesome. And when the time judge did play and Garrett Cole's great, like Garrett Cole's had a really good season, even not just talking as a Yankee, but across the American league. And he might should get his side young. Finally, I want to go back to the Boone thing of last night though. That felt more show than substance. Didn't that, didn't that feel more like, and this is somebody from yesterday who was sitting in a meeting sandwiched in between his bosses to look good. <laughs> Wasn't this also a little bit of Boone of, I still care. Like, you don't um, need to fire me. I'm into this. I care. Like, game 153 when we're out of the playoffs, like it's the ALCS. It felt a little bit like, hey, I know this is over, but I got to look good just to make sure. I think anybody else I'd be with you, but I do think it still matters to him. Like, I think, like, the, the, if you told me that in a very honest moment where he didn't think it would cause him problem, he said to you, like, there's nothing else I can do to help this team right now. So I'm going to go all in. I'm going to be the story so that tomorrow while everybody's talking about, you know, instead of talking about us losing six, one to the blue Jays and a three game losing streak. And, and for all intents and purposes, ending our postseason dreams, they're going to talk about me being a fool. They're going to talk about me yelling. I could see that. I do. I do think it still matters to him. I think he loves being a manager and that's, that's good. That's a big thing. But what else can he do right now except for maybe getting these guys' ears? And if you see him next year, they know that you're not going to take a, a a crappy strike zone laying down. Plus, he was already kicked, so he's like, "What the hell? Might as well go get him." But yeah, anybody else, I might feel that way. But I think I think he does. I think he's still engaged. I think he still wants to be there. I, I maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should want to move on. Aaron Boone had this opportunity to be the skip for the manager, the, whatever term you want to call them, inside the dugout day in and day out for one of the best organizations in all of North American professional sports. They've had moments where they've had injuries and they've gotten really close and maybe the tenure of Aaron Boone will be defined by just Houston doing it better, whether it be building prospects or making better moves in the front office. I don't want to go to this quote, but I'm just going to use it. Did you see his brother talking? This is going to be the second Sports Talk Chicago reference we get on the show today. I saw, we'll get to some of that a little later in the show, but his brother Brett Boone had basically come out and defended him and said they don't have the talent. Like he's trying to do his best with the talent they have right now. They're just not as good as other teams in the Yankees. That feels more like a brother defending a brother than a rational point because the Yankee roster did not go from potential World Series team, a series away from playing from a World Series, to being a 500 team. It's the same guys. It's yeah. it's still a competitive team. Well, it's it's you know what it is. It's a hundred percent a brother defending a brother, but it's also laying into the teeth of the of the fans who are really ticked off. 
Because I, I will, I'll tell you flat out, as a guy who thought two years ago it was a better team than they were getting credit for, everybody thought it was crazy. They go out and they do really well for the regular season, at least. I did look at this team and go, where did you get better? You brought in Rodon. He was hurt, but that's whatever you're going to do. Um, there was no real, I didn't see any major improvement from year to year. Like you're telling me that you're the team that's supposed to go from ALCS to world series, but you didn't improve. You, you paid a guy who deserved to be paid. You brought back Donaldson. You, uh, I, I like Rizzo. Rizzo had the concussion. Say, say what you will about injuries, but like it's all, this is, if I was to give him more credit, I would say that the elder Boone brother knows exactly how to blame Brian Cashman and the organization without naming names to protect his brother. Yeah, I don't disagree with what he, Brett Boone, tried to do in defense of his brother. The reason it's got me spinning today and thinking about it more and more is because the season's about to be over for the Yankees. They're not going to the postseason. The season is over for the Red Sox. They're not going to the postseason. And you start looking towards 2024. And Dominguez, although injured, is one of the bright spots of 2024. Hopefully a healthy Aaron Judge. Whatever the offseason ends up being for the Yankees and who they're involved with. What Shohei Otani's future is and how that's going to move. Mike Trout, according to some outlets, might be available. There's a lot that's going to happen this offseason. It could be another historic offseason for Major League Baseball with some of the great players on the move again. Major League Baseball doesn't get the NBA-like credit of the egos flying around. But we've seen some monster moves in baseball over the last few summers, and I should say winners, over the last few winners, there have been some big trades in the summer too, of what can happen. I bring all that up because I wonder, sitting here right now in September of 2023, when we start previewing the 2024 season, are we previewing talking about the Yankees as a last place team? Because right now, they're a game and a half up on Boston who's in last. And maybe that's how important this offseason is. What addition will the Yankees make? What move will the Yankees make? How much of it does it fall on Toronto? Last week, you and I talked about how Blue Jays and the fan base felt disappointed by this team because they felt like this was their moment. If Toronto can't get it done in 2023, do they hit the reset button? They're like, you know what? We tried. We got to move some of these prospects. We got to do it different. Baltimore has a bunch of young prospects. Tampa figures it out every single season. Boston and New York sit in the same spot where you wonder... Is this a last place team or are they going to be super aggressive to never say we're projected to be the worst in this division? I wouldn't be shocked if Boston takes a step forward next year. Because again, but Boston did a bunch of bad deals to win in 2018. They, they, they did, they did bad, bad, like, and they, they, they're paying for it still. Those things are starting to fall off. Yankees need to make some moves. I don't, it's not desperation time. Let's not get crazy. You do have Garrett Cole. You should have won more games with this roster. But I, I don't know how much you can blame Boone because I don't know how much Boone has control over it. Like, how much of this is the analytics nerds? How much of this? Like, the most hopeful thing I heard this year was Hal Steinbrenner saying, we're looking at everything. We're looking at the analytics. We're looking at this. We're, gonna, we're not just going back into this with, oh, this is smart. Let's go with it. I don't know. Like it's it's a lot. There's there's they're close, but there's there's a lot that needs to happen. You're you're hoping Rizzo comes back 100, percent which you know then you get that elder leadership and and a real first baseman. Dominguez is healthy. You have a real center fielder. The young guys come up. Volpe takes a step forward. All these things. Obviously, you can't you can't roll forward with Severino anymore. You're going to need another starter. There's there's things that need to happen. I think they're they're probably closer than we realize. 
But you can't count on a guy like Judge getting through a season not being hurt, Stanton getting through a season not being hurt. I, it, who's taking Stanton without you paying for it? Like, there's all these things. Uh, it's it's going to be an, it's going to be a very interesting offseason. I will tell you this: I want moves. I don't need I don't need the biggest moves on the planet, but I want to see that they're taking the team as seriously as the fans are. And and it's you know we we realize they're good, but we don't want to just be good. We want this team to go back to being. Great. If the if the Yankees can show that, well, then now we're on to something. I, and again, I think you'll see that kind of attitude from the Red Sox, from the Mets. If the Yankees don't do it, they could be left far, far behind. 518-690-0980, the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. We have a guy who's the big Jet fan on the phone. It right, is let's go Jimmy and Kasaki is joining Jimmy, us. Jimmy, what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? It's it's going. How about you? I'm concerned for you, Jimmy. I'm concerned <laughs> for you. Go. I haven't heard from you in weeks. I'm concerned. What's going on with your Jets, my friend? Well, Levac doesn't want but want to answer me back. So I was on the ledge two or three times. I was hoping that he would call and, and get me off the ledge, but no. He just he <laughs> sat there. He probably put a rock in my hand on oh, the bridge. Go ahead, Jimmy. You're not going to do it. I, no, you're not going to do it. Go ahead. I listen. dare you. I, you don't I, care. I don't, don't care. I don't need to splatter. I'm I'm <laughs> too much of a mess, he said. <laughs> I'm a Raider fan. I got my own bag of rocks. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I, I, I might be the one. I, I really do feel this way. I have to give up my season tickets, I think. Guys, I go back a bit. You know that. I was at the Dennis Berg game. I was there. I saw it. It was horrible. I was at the Testaverde game. I was there. I was all pumped. I was excited. You know where I was two two Mondays ago, or yeah, um, I was there, and yeah. I saw it, and I it was. I don't even know what to do anymore. I was at the bus fumble game. I was there Thanksgiving night. Do you Maybe guys you want my season tickets? Yeah. Anybody, let anybody that wants to go, let them take my um, one twenty six row twenty six. They can have my seats. <laughs> they can I just have them because I think I might be the one. I could be. I don't know. I can't. I just can't wrap my brain around what happens with this team. It's forever just cursed that way. I didn't want to believe it. And, and once again, I sold out on this year. I wasn't believing it at all. I even called it to you guys and told you. I was ready to, to, to slap Lewis Riddick in the mouth. I was. And now I want to hit him twice. Because I think he just put the Kevorkian on us. I don't know. So then I, I look at it and say, okay, so let's move forward. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think we should blame Fireman Ed. I don't want to blame you. Let's, let's blame Fireman Ed. He was there, too. <laughs> we'll blame Fireman Ed. Well, I, uh, there's a, a few others we can blame, too, but I, I just don't, I don't get it. I didn't understand the whole game plan moving into the Dallas game. I didn't understand why they abandoned the run so early. I know they were down a little bit, and then, if Sauce does hold on to that ball, it could be a little bit differently. But I don't think they were coming out with a W on that game, no matter what, you know? And even after the whole good feel from the Buffalo game, that just all went right. We're back. We're back to last year once again. It's, it's nothing seems to change. They're going to have to figure out, Hackett's going to have to figure out some kind of game plan or something where he's going to have to coach to his personnel. It's just well, he's, done, he's done it before. He did it with Jacksonville. He took Blake Bortles and, and Jacksonville where he had Bortles running more than he was throwing. I, this is the game for me that tells me what I think of the Jets for the rest of the season. There you go, Jimmy. There's some excitement for you. This could be a big, monumental moment for you. 
The Jets, I don't mean to do this, have lost 15 straight times to the Patriots. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I just, I just had to read the, to, I had to read the stat. This, yeah. this 14, could be 14. 14. Thank you. 10, oh, wow. wow. I did, I did put that in my notes. It's 15. Not that I'm counting. Wilson could, it could all end. It could all end. Maybe he does it. Do you know, I was probably at the last game that they won. I, I think Whoa. I was there. Well, I don't, well, I, I told you I blame this team for making me an alcoholic. I, I, I definitely so. This team makes me drink. I, I start off every season. I'm like Bob Uecker. I am. I'm just in, in Major League. The beginning of the season, all right, guys, let's go. He's got the chocolate milk out or whatever he has. You were negative and, before this year started. You were negative from the I, rip. I didn't want to buy in. LeVac, I couldn't buy in because you I can't, know. You, can't, you I know. can't Bob Euchre yourself if you were negative from the rip. you got to be positive in the beginning. And then if it's over in a, in a, in a play, and then you could be like, well, that ruined it. Thanks for nothing. Uh, I, I guess you got me on that one. You, you, all right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one, buddy. But I, I'm just, I, I don't know. And four plays in, we're done yeah. like that? Just everything. everything. You even game, saw, come on, you saw Salah's face. He knew it wasn't about that game. It's about the season now. He looked at it like, oh, man. Here, here, no way. Jimmy, here's what we and do. Then he to go. We got an interview coming up with an awesome call. So here's what I'll do. I'm going to have you go contact LeVac about your season tickets. So that way, if Jet fans want, you, you hit him up because <laughs> we got Jordan Modiano's coming up. He's had an awesome event with a great charity. So I have to let you go, but you continue to text LeVac. If you have any concerns, he will make sure he takes care of you, okay? He will change his ways, Boy, I promise he doesn't, you. He, does, he doesn't answer me. He doesn't respond. So where am I going to keep on trying? What is that he sound? didn't care if I had, I had a rock in my arms on the bridge. He didn't care. Did not I care. did too. I asked you what bridge, so I knew where the traffic would be backed up. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Jimmy. I don't Goodbye. see the phone. Goodbye, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy from yes, Kentucky. He has the to man. go. We have an interview. No, I, yes. I get these. You know me. I get text messages in random places, random times. I don't see them. I don't pay attention to my phone. I live in the moment. I live in the moment. I don't live in the phone. I'm not one of you zombies who walks around staring at your phone all the time. I thought the phone eats first at dinner. Is that not the case? Uh, look at me. You think anything eats before me? Hell no. How dare you? Take it down, clown. I No, I just don't, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I don't, well, you know what I'll do? Next time he texts me, I'll text him your number, guys, and then he can, he can text you because you're always on your phone. I'm constantly on my phone. You're always on your phone. That's, that's You know what I'm, we can send Jimmy as well? A link that? to USX Pest Control. If he feels like <laughs> things are bothering him in his home, if he feels like it's been a rough fall, he can at least have a clean home. Maybe Jimmy has a clean home. I don't want to judge the, him, but I just, you know. I got the text from Kristen yesterday to let them to remind me that they were coming through today. I can just imagine that. Good afternoon. This is Kristen from USX Pest Control. I want to make sure. Is there anything else you need? Jimmy, right back. Yeah, win for the Jets. How about that? Can you guys Can you guys make sure his Achilles grows back? Tim knows all about guanu. Yeah. He knows all about this poop. How about a, Who how about knows a 3-4 about defense? Huh? How about a little help for that? How, I, I hear Tim can walk through, look at everything, and tell me exactly what's going on in my house. Can you walk through the Jets locker room? See what's going on there? Frank's got these traps set up. How about a blitz? How about Frank runs the defense a little bit? How about these guys figure it out? So that could be you. How about Frank lets me know when there's a trap game? How about that? Yeah. Actually, I don't. I think I feel like those guys would be the right ones to watch a game with over at USX. I definitely would invite them over to my house to watch a game because then they'd be like, oh, "Look at all the, all the Doritos he's dropping. We need we need to put more traps out." <laughs> USX Pest Control can make sure your home is safe. Levac and I know from experience it can happen for you as well. Call them today, connect with them, have the free inspection done so your home is safe all football season long and into 2024. 
Coming up, we're going to talk to our friend Jordan Modiano because he is uh, he's he's driving a big race tomorrow. And actually, it sounds like he might be driving a couple big races this weekend. Yeah, it's awesome cause as well. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing what's going on with him and the big races this weekend. Um, plus, I want to remind everybody, please, please, please download the iHeartMedia app. It is the easiest way to listen to us. Just the other day, I got one of them. I haven't had this since we first started. Oh, I lose the signal here and there. And I'm like, you don't lose the app, bro. Get the app. Okay? Do it. Get the app and uh, make sure you're listening to us. Um, all right, Jordan's coming up. A great way to enjoy the weekend and support a great cause. It's LeVac Goss. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Fall is just around the corner, and home is the center of it all. At Ashley, seasonal decorating's a breeze with their range of designs and materials. Snuggle up on a family-friendly sectional or an ultra-modern sofa. Or gather outside and enjoy the crisp, cool air with a new fire pit or conversation set. From minor refreshes to total overhauls, Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. Embroidery and More reminds you to shop local and support small businesses. By boosting your local economy, you can increase both you and your neighbor's standard of living. Small businesses are the largest employers nationally and in your community. They're owned by folks in your area and are more interested in your town, village, or city's future. Presented by Embroidery and More. Embroidery, screen printing, uniforms, and all your Shan apparel. 1771 Route 9, Clifton Park. 518-371-3200. Embroidery. Droidandpromote.com. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's G-E-T-E-T-H-O-S dot com. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Jack Miller's tractor reminds you that September is National Farm Safety and Health Month. Follow safety rules when using farm machinery and always have someone check on you periodically. Place a slow-moving vehicle sign on the back of each piece of equipment that is used on the roads. Use caution at all times and best wishes for a safe and bountiful harvest from Jack Miller's tractor. Full-service New Holland dealer, sales, service, and parts for all New Holland agricultural equipment. 4932 State Route 30, Schoharie. 
jackmillertractor.com, 518-295-7733. Waterwheel Village reminds you that this back-to-school season, more than ever before, your children could use your support and active involvement. During these trying times that has affected the education process significantly, your child benefits from your continued participation greatly, and it can only enhance their overall success in school. Make this school year at home, online, or in the classroom one to remember with fond memories. Waterwheel Village, 2259 Route 29, Galway. Visit their historic country store, 518-882-9576. Waterwheelvillage.com, offering four flavors of fresh cheese curds. Hey, if you're thinking about getting the latest iPhone, check this out. With Boost Infinite, you get the latest iPhone every year and unlimited wireless for just $60 a month. Yeah, you get the new iPhone 15 Pro that was just announced. Then again, next year, you get the latest iPhone every year. Boost Infinite, infinitely better. To learn more, pick up your phone, dial pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. That's pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. Terms apply. After 30 gigabytes, service may be slow. Receive a comparable iPhone model each year with an acceptable trade-in every year. Requires credit qualification and 36-month phone financing agreement. We're back here for the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. Love Doc Dreer. Great guy. Big Giants fan. So we'll be rooting along with him uh, this evening for Big Blue. Because, uh, again, good guy. You want good things to happen for him. Just like he's helped good things happen for me. I used to have severe sleep apnea. My snoring would take my voice. It was awful. Nobody wanted to share a hotel room, which was expensive. All these things that was going on. And I knew that I wasn't going to be you know, a mask guy, I, I, hoses, wires, all that. It was just never going to be something I went with. S- surgery scares the daylights out of me. All of a sudden, I find out from Doc Dreer and the team, I can use a mouthpiece that is easy to travel with, super easy to clean, and I'm on my way. Keeps my airway open, which means the snoring's reduced, the sleep apnea is under control, my energy's better, I enjoy traveling again, which has been such a boon for me. It's been so much more fun to go out and go on trips and not worry about snoring and, you know, not breathing in my sleep. Dr. Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa to help me sleep better. They will help you sleep better, too. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. The only plus side of when a great event doesn't happen due to weather is you get to help promote it all over. The only plus side of when a great event doesn't happen due to weather is you get to help promote it all over again. So that's the beauty of this thing, and we are joined by our friend Jordan Modiano. You were supposed to go raise to raise awareness for autism and everything else. The weather says nah, but here we are again. So tell us about the race. Tell us about what's going on. Tell us how you've been, because we haven't talked to you in a little bit. That kind of just blew. So that race was scheduled for Friday, September eighth, and all day the weather was great. It was nice. Everybody shows up at the track. We had guys come from like North Canada or whatever, like eight hours away to race in this autism awareness race, $10,000 to win upstate Chevy dealers race to raise autism awareness. And, uh, it, you know, like five thirty, six o'clock, this guy's opened up and it, it kind of stunk because we were set. We were ready to go. We had the autism foundations there. We had this huge Chinese auction set and ready to go. And, um, we couldn't race. So it got rescheduled and it's rescheduled for tomorrow. And I, I think that's great because, the weather for tomorrow looks absolutely fantastic. The drivers who showed up to race are coming back. And this is Albany Saratoga Speedway. It's part of their Malta massive weekend. And there's a giant weekend of racing. So what we already had was a big event that was scheduled for two weeks ago and then got postponed till tomorrow. Now our big event combined with another big event makes us probably one of the largest events that have ever happened at 
Albany Saratoga Speedway for racing. And now we tie in the autism awareness and fundraising for that. It's just awesome. Jordan, so it, it, make sure I want I got this right. So everybody's coming back. It, it, it's going to be an even bigger event. So even though it stinks, you guys didn't get to do it last time. We get to raise awareness for autism twice. You get another chance at that ten grand. Uh, absolutely. Well, and here's what's even cool. So the Upstate Chevy deal is ten thousand to win. It's turned into ten thousand five hundred to win. Woo. Dean's Electric came on board and threw another five hundred out there. So it's we're up over thirty five thousand in total payouts for the people who are coming to race. It's it's pretty amazing. I think we've already raised a few thousand dollars for the Autism Foundations. And I know on Friday night, they've got this incredible Chinese auction. All types of really cool stuff. There's a bunch of things I want to win. I mean, there's <laughs> the Walt power tools. There's wine and liquor sets. There's um, you name it. All types of cool. There's gift baskets, tons of so- racing stuff, so much stuff. They're going to raise lots of money with that. So we're telling people to come, bring a lot of money to spend at the Chinese auction and win some stuff and take some cool stuff home with you. Uh, somebody's got an electric scooter, brand new electric scooter. I think it's like a three hundred dollar value. Somebody can win that. So it's yeah, we're we're hoping to raise a lot of money for the Autism Foundation of the Greater Hudson Region, and bots bring on the spectrum. Again, we'll have Greg Goldstein from GT Toys. He's going to be out with all their stuff. It's cool to see all the cool stuff they have. Um, we'll have my other race car there, so families and kids can climb in and out of it and get pictures. So with the Autism Foundations, people know where to go and get some help. Um, like I said, the Autism Foundation of the Greater Hudson Region, bring on the spectrum, the Sheriff's Department, they're all going to be there. And it, it's a great resource for people who are affected by autism. You know, and I was just reading something earlier today. You know, the studies say it's 1 in 36. There's um, a research person out of uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Stephanie I think her name is, she's actually predicting that by 2025, it'll almost be one out of every two kids diagnosed with autism. And that's just based on how fast the rates have been going. Since the 70s, you know, in the 70s, it was four or five kids for every 10,000 people. Now we're down to one in 36. So it's a lot and people need to know where to go and find some help. Absolutely. Uh, Jordan uh, Modiano is on with us right now. I got the, the big race tomorrow night. Albany Saratoga Speedway, and I, Jordan, I got to tell you, since we talked to you last, um, Gaz and I have started another challenge against our guys over at Picks. It's the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Uh, your message uh, actually moved both of us, but I got to talk first, so I'm uh, I'm competing for bots. Bring on the spectrum because of what we learned. And my my kind of question to you is, I, I feel like we've always had you know autism. It's always been there, but we never knew how to identify it. And like kids, kids were treated like they weren't trying because we didn't know how their brains worked. Do you feel that's the same thing? Like where we're now just kind of learning how to help people learn? I think that's a lot of it. And I think, you know, when I was a kid, the kids with challenges, special needs, while they were there, they weren't in my school. They were someplace else. So you, you didn't see it. You didn't have the exposure. And as the exposure has grown and the acceptance has grown. We know what's out there. And, you know, social media, good, bad, or otherwise, it gives people the ability to be exposed to more and see more. And I think all of that comes great. 
but just because you're exposed to more and see more, you need to know where to get help. You need to have a certain level of understanding and compassion because it's, it's hard. You know, there's, you know, the little boy who's at a grocery store and has a breakdown because he can't handle whatever. And, you know, people think it's poor parenting. It's not. Parenting has nothing to do with it. The kid's got a combination of autism and anxiety and frustration and ADHD and doesn't know how to handle it. And as a society, we've got to be more understanding and figure out how do we help that kid. Jordan, it's an incredible cause. I do have to ask you about you as a racer, though. Like now, yeah. you know, things have changed. What's your mindset like? Are you Is there more trash talk with more time between the race now? Are you feeling more confident? How are you feeling as a competitor? Uh, great, great question. So the night of the race, there were 46 cars that showed up, and the forecast was bad. So tomorrow night, I'm expecting even more. And knowing that we only start 28, and there's a lot of good competition coming. So forget there's $10,000 to win. The, I think the first step for everybody who's showing up is, can I make the race? You know, there's, there's a qualifying process, and not everybody's going to make the race. We all want to. You know, and when 530 hits, I'm no longer promoting. I'm no longer doing anything. I'm a competitor. So, you know, I'm showing up with my best stuff, my best equipment, my, my team. But – so is everybody else. And this is probably the biggest race most of these guys have ever raced in in their lives with the biggest purse. So it's, um, it's, it's going to be all out. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking, but it's also really exciting as well. And honestly, at the end of the day, I already won. We're, we're getting the information out. We're helping people. My daughter's going to get to throw the green flag for the race. Hopefully, I'm sitting in the car coming by when she does it. But if I'm not, I'll be snapping a picture of her doing it. And it's just, it's an awesome event. And every family who's hearing about this, who knows about this, who gets some help, they all win also because we're doing it for them. Jordan, when will you know like what heats you're in and all that stuff? When will you have your schedule? I will have that tomorrow afternoon, probably by 5 or 5.30. Okay, so... Uh, when we're coming out and we're cheering you on, we want to w- w- just keep our eyes open for for the red car. I mean, how do we know how? You keep your, so it's the one of the few red cars that are out there. So it's the red autism awareness. It's 4M. Um, I will text you and let you know what heats I'm going to be, where I'm going to be. I will do that. And for everybody who's listening, this is going to be Albany Saratoga Speedway. It's on Route 9 in Malta. It's right between exit 12 and 13. Um, it's a giant weekend. So Friday night, adults are $22, kids 11 and under are $5. And, you know, again, where else can you go and have this kind of fun and this kind of exposure? We're not the only big race tomorrow night. There's other big races as well. And the season's got to be close to over, right? I mean, we're running out of time. This is our last weekend there. Oh, You know, so this is the last weekend. So we're racing Friday and Saturday. It's a two-weekend. It's a two-day event. And racing for that track is now closed. My next race after that, uh, end of October, we go down to Charlotte and we race in Charlotte, North Carolina. I love it, man. Well, uh, Jordan, uh, man, we appreciate you. Make sure you're cheering on uh, the Modiano team. And, um, you know, I hope you raise all the money. And, uh, you know, thank you for introducing us to bots because it, it, as as of right now, I know it's not going to be 10500 I can tell you that. But I'm off to the lead. So hopefully bots is going to get a donation from us and C4. 
That's awesome. You, I'm so happy. You've made my day. See, I already won. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, let guys represent you. I wanted you to win, so I had to take you myself. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much. Good luck, Jordan. Hopefully we'll see you over there tomorrow night at uh, Albany Saratoga Speedway. And uh, no matter what, like you said, I love that you said you're already a winner. And, uh, you know, I look forward to helping promote the next thing with you. Awesome. And if you're coming, text me. Absolutely. Let me know if you're coming. You I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk that Mike Corda guy over at Tech East into it. <laughs> yeah, he should come too. He's, you know what? Tech East is on the car. He's been sponsoring me for a very long time. He should be there. That's what he said today. He goes, I probably should go. My name's on the car. I was like, yeah, yeah you, we should. Yeah. And you should drive, so I don't have to. That's my plan. <laughs> Even better. Jordan, man, we appreciate you. Best of luck. Thank you. Bye. Love talking to Jordan. Good dude. Excited to see him uh, race. You know, maybe if I do make my way over there, maybe I'll like, is it, is it performance enhancing if I slip him a C4 like grape or something? A C4 Starburst? I get my day started with C4. Most people get their day started the right way with C4. And if you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong. I don't know if Jordan needs C4. Like he's got tons of energy. Yeah. He feels like he's got Especially everything figured cost, out. Too. Right. But you know what, Jordan? We'll get you some C4. Look, yeah. But we'll, maybe we'll run my Stewart's on the way, grab some of the. You know, some of the, the fabulous flavors, the Skittles, the Starburst. The, I love them all. Yeah. Look, look, Jordan's a smart person. He's probably already drinking C4. How dare I even judge him? <laughs> Jordan, wh- whether it's whether it's blood orange, a.k.a. blood different. You know Jordan's blood's different, man. You know he's out there racing like a madman. Whatever it is, fruit punch. Jordan, you listening right now, get C4 as a part of your day. Whatever it is, whether you've got a cool event coming up like Jordan does, whether you've got a weekend road trip on the way, have that energy you need, and it always tastes good. That's the I have yet to have a bad flavor of That's C4. True. That's the truth. I've had bad coffee. I've had bad energy drinks. I haven't had a, a C4 yet. All of those things are true. And, and you know, thanks to, to Jordan. That's why in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge, I am competing on behalf of bots. Bring on the spectrum. So uh, C4, nice enough to help us raise money for another charity. And if I win it all, it'll be that one. And uh, that's why we love C4 so much. Grab yourself some today at your local stewards. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports as of right now, brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. What is story number four, guys? I'm not mailing this one in. I know I had ranted and raved earlier this week about I I give you the four biggest stories in the world every day. I'm not mailing it in like other shows. And we didn't have a show yesterday, so I'm doing the can maker story right here. (laughs) That's that's okay. Yeah, I think so. Again, we're starting to see these running back shoes drop right so or should i say cleats so you got cam Akers. we knew he was going to be on the move from the rams we now know that move has happened he's a viking good for you buddy um kareem hunt is back in cleveland so i don't know if leonard fournette's just like slurping down crispy cream donuts somewhere or whatever it is but I mean, he's next on deck, right? If somebody else needs a running back, Leonard Fat Ass Fournette might get back in the league. Jeez, Levesque. I mean, it was. I'm aggressive. Larnet Fournette was fine. Oh, Fat Ass Fournette. That's what I like it. You're just testing that Fox Sports limit, and I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about the Cam Akers deal a little d- bit deeper. Besides body weight issues, potentially, I feel like it's a more of a white flag on Alexander Madison. Like we thought you were the guy. Maybe you're not as good. You were just good as a backup. We think Akers could be the difference, and we're 0-2. We do not want to drop this game coming up against the Chargers. Normally, like even, what, three, four years ago, I would agree with you on that. But I think now you're seeing if it's like the reverse of the old quarterback rule. Like if you don't have two two running backs, you don't have one. Like you need at least two running backs. Uh, Madison looked better when, when he shared carries with Cook. 
you know, Cook is now with Brees Hall and Michael Carter and, and Zach Wilson, who's basically a running back. So now you bring in Cam Akers. Hopefully you can get him to kind of jump back to what he was before the Achilles injury. Brings Madison along as well. And now you got two backs. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> you know who I would call before Leonard Fournette? Just because it's the Minnesota Vikings. Ghostbusters? Adrian Peterson. Why not? Why not? You're talking about an all-time super fit athlete. LeVac, I remember so vividly when I got into an argument with Jordan Ranon, and I like Jordan, or Ranon, or whatever he's calling himself now, about Adrian Peterson back in 2016 when he was potentially a maybe pre-Saquon Barkley an option for the Giants, and Jordan's like, isn't he too old? Come on. Come on, guys. Peterson, come on. He played about five more years after that, Jordan. So... I would at least call Adrian Peterson if another injury happens and being like, you still in shape? Because I have a feeling you are. You want to go break some all-time records with Minnesota? He's not an every-down back, but he's been better than expected by every team that signed him post-Minnesota. Touchdown Lenny is 28. Adrian Peterson is 38. Unless unless Leonard is fat. Unless he's just Unless he's not in shape at all. But even then, Adrian Peterson is there's that toothpaste tube has been squeezed. It's been where they roll it up from the bottom. It was a really good tube of toothpaste. Lasts a really long time. But no. No. He wasn't great in Arizona. All right, I'll concede the Cardinals. I forget point. he was in Arizona. Wasn't great there. Story number three involves the quarterback from Cincinnati Bengals. That's Joe Burrow. He's been the talk of the summer. And now people are freaking out about what happened today in practice. Usually I bring up the summer storyline because this is very much a summer storyline that you see a player walking onto the practice field looking a little bit different. Most of the time, it's been a player like Cheeseburger Eddie Lacy. Man, we're blasting some guys here in the top four four <laughs> about guys putting weight on. Instead, Joe Burrow showed up to the practice field today with a long sleeve on his injured calf. His coach, Zach Taylor, said, quote, I think we have to just keep the conversation going every day and see where he's at. Talking about Joe Burrow and his status. Someone, soreness, excuse me, soreness is an issue right now, so giving him some time is best. Again, Coach Taylor going on about Joe Burrow. LeVac, what do you make of just that sleeve on the calf today at practice going viral with Joe Burrow? I don't know how medically sound this this argument is, but that's never stopped me before. You're hearing more and more people say that first you see a calf injury, then you see an Achilles injury. It just happened with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and by the way, who hurt his calf? Same time as Rodgers did, was Joe Burrow. You got to treat him very carefully. I'd rather take your time, get him right. Just sign him to that massive deal. Let's not lose him for a season. Um, I, I think they're handling it appropriately. He just doesn't look himself either. It's so odd because he, I'm going to retweet this video at WOFX980. You can watch this. I'm not a physical therapist, Levac. It looks like he's limping. It looks Burrow? like he's not yeah. running great. Like he's walking to practice. They might have needed to cart him over. He doesn't. Maybe that's just his gait. Maybe that's just how he walks. But <sighs> nothing. Boy, Burrow doesn't look right. No, no, and he hasn't. He hasn't yet this year. So, and take your time, bring him along slowly, and hopefully he's fine. In similar fashion to the Vikings and Chargers, they have a huge matchup coming up in Week Three, where they've already played some teams within their division. Cincinnati was a popular Super Bowl pick. Things are going wrong for the Bengals fans. Let's move on here to story number two. It's the slate of Major League Baseball games tonight. No Boston Red Sox baseball tonight. That means you get all the Cavino and Rich and the odd couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker you want. Mm. 
That tastes good. Six oh five. So uncomfortable. What? Is that not a good promo. Did that with didn't tease that well. Yeah. It's just you, you, there's an odd couple of things that just happened in that room. That's that's the odd couple. Seven oh five. The Nationals host the Braves. The Blue Jays and Yankees. Seven oh five. We'll get back to them in a second. Guardians and Orioles. Seven fifteen. Phillies and Mets. Pirates and Cubs. Tigers and A's. Oh Giants and Dodgers. There was always some fun giant Dodger West Coast action going on. It's fun to have that game have some type of meeting in September. But let's flip it back to the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Levac, earlier this week we ran through the scenarios of what could happen, how the Yankees could get in, how many wins they have to get against Toronto and everything. That math is not going as well as what we thought about back on Monday. Math's not mathing, guys. Uh, turn out the lights. The party's over. It's over, buddy. It's done. It's just, you know, it was nice. It was fun while it lasted. But now, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to cheer on the Solar Sox. And I think once uh, once the Solar Sox take the field, I'll feel fine about the world. Did you say Solar Sox? Yeah, the you know, the Arizona Fall League Solar Sox. That's who the Yankees farm system will be playing for in the Arizona Fall League, the Solar Sox. You didn't know that? I hate that so much. This, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, Sox, you would think the Red Sox... And the White Sox would be on the the Solar Sox, it would, you know, for marketing purposes. I felt like that made a lot of sense, but when you uh, when you get right down to it, that just hasn't been the case. Uh, so it'll be the um, yeah the the Solar Sox will be the team that that will have the Yankees on it. The Desert Dogs will have the Red Sox, who, the White Sox. On who it. did that to you? Was it the Matt? Mets? Will also be on the Desert Dogs. The Javelinas look pretty good. They got the Mariners and the Rays. Was it Matt on Twitter? Do you want? Uh, Was it Mike James on Facebook? Hold on, did you, did you know that we're teammates? You and I are teammates. The and Orioles what? and the Yankees are both going to be on the Solar Sox. Mesa Solar Sox. I can't believe I'm going to engage in an Arizona Fall League conversation here, but are you telling me, uh, I want to make sure I heard that correctly, that the Red Sox and Yankees season is about to wrap up? Mm-hmm. The Arizona... F- the October Ari- 2nd mm-hmm. first is the beginning of the season for the Arizona Fall League. Yes. And, if, and if I heard that correctly, you're telling me just teams combine... Like the Orioles well, and Red Sox just throw guys together on one team? Yeah, each team gets the pull from, they get like donated farm system guys from different teams. So like so like the Red Sox, White Sox, Dodgers, Twins, and Mets are affiliated with the Desert Dogs out of Glendale. The Orioles, Cubs, Astros, Athletics, and Yankees, Mesa Solar Sox, um, you know, I mean, who, pick a team. I'll tell you who they're, who they're affiliated with. No. Scottsdale Scorpions, the... Segueros, the surprise Segueros. How about the Peoria Javelinas or the Salt Rivers Rafters with the Diamondbacks, Braves, Rockies, Tigers, and Pirates? He's about to catch a stray right now. Our pal Justin Ladout in Cleveland covers the Guardians. Uh, oh, I, Guardians. They're, uh, they're part of the Peoria Javelinas. Javelinas. I know he's going to be the first one to tweet us about the Arizona Fall League. One, because it's his job, and two, because he likes doing it. Guess what, Latta? I hope the Guardians get knocked out of the playoffs tonight. Just tonight, because of what LeVac just did. I hope your Guardians are finished. I don't know how the wow. math adds up in the AL Central. Wow. I know the Twins are involved. The Red Sox got eliminated yesterday by the Rangers. The Yankees are against it. I hope Latta's Guardians go down just because of what LeVac just did. I think it's I'd like so. What you're saying is you you just want to get to the Arizona Fall League faster. That's not what I said. I like and I respect that. I respect that you're ready for the Arizona Fall League. The I mean, I, the Solar Sox, again, it's spelled like the Sox. You'd think they would put the Sox on that, but whatever. So that, that's that's our squad, the Mesa Solar Sox, guys. That's who we're rooting for. Um, though it is fun to say Javelinas and Saguaros. 
I'll give you a storyline, Yankee fan. Oh, Garrett yeah? Cole is hey. going to win the Cy Young, and he can basically wrap it up tonight. That's nice. That's cool. Pitch really well and can win the Cy Young. I have to look back. I'm not sure if he was an Arizona Fall Leaguer. I know that Jeter and Judge were. You know, I know Jason Dominguez was. A lot of, lot of, lot of big Yankee stars have made their way through the old uh, Arizona Fall League. I'm doing what I should have done. The only th- AFL that matters, in my opinion, by the way. What I should have done three minutes ago and moved on to story number one. That is Thursday Night Football tonight. It's the... New York Giants taking on the San Francisco 49ers, and you could hear all the action, all the pregame, all the postgame on our sister station, Picks 106. 7.15, I've been told, the coverage gets underway. Just be safe. 7.20. 7.20 pregame, and everything else gets underway. Uh, LeVac, I told you, yeah, Tuesday. I told you Tuesday I had a list of people I wanted you to get to. Here are some of these people. Okay. Orleans Darquois. Okay. Andre Brown. Okay. Andre Williams. Oh, I see where you're going. David Wilson. Yeah, David Wilson. Rashad Jennings. Oh, former fatty. Rashad Matt, Jennings. Matt Breida. Matt do you know Breida. What, do you know what that list is? Those are uh, Giants running backs. Not just Giant running backs, but Giant running backs who, over the course of human history, randomly had awesome games on Thursday night. Now, Matt Breida I added to the pile because I forgot of how awful those running backs were and how sort them through left and right. Somehow, someway, this has consistently happened. Giant fan, you know this. Yeah. You get to Thursday night, the running back's injured. Another running back who might have been a backup in one season or is not a very good running back has somehow become the running back you need. Do you believe in Brita? I know we've talked about this already today, but it feels like that's the spot and the awkward weirdness of what is this Thursday night game. Our play of the day, by the way, coming up at the 45-minute, 50-minute mark before we sign off today. I got some plays, but what do you make? Running back in the matchup one more time for this Thursday night affair. Do I believe in the man that had 814 rushing yards in 14 games for the 2018 San Francisco 49ers to go out there and get his respect, get his revenge tonight for Big Blue? Hell maybe I do. Hell maybe. In honor of a great New York Giant, Byron Hunt. I I mean, obviously he's going to need to have He's going to need to be good enough to keep the 49ers honest. Does he need to have a monster game? Probably his best game, but he's good. He's only 28, dude. Speaking about Byron Hunt, have you heard the story that SMU, his alma mater, raised over $100 million for their football team in seven days now that they Hmm. potentially could be going to the ACC or they are going to the ACC? Was Byron involved? Did he have that type of money? Was Byron paid as he once told us, wait, my teammates were getting paid? Yeah, no one uh, told me. Byron Hunt, God bless him. No, he does not have that money. He does not. He's a Southern Methodist University, found a bunch of money real fast. Apparently their prayers were answered. Mm-hmm. I'll take the quote Tony Kornheiser said earlier this week. They raised $100 million in seven days. It would have been two days. They had to make sure the checks cleared. That's fair, too. That's not... That's not not fair. Uh, yeah, no, good for them, I guess. But it just seems it's always when those, those religiously affiliated places find money very fast. I always, I always go, hmm, wonder how that happened. Hmm. You, know, you know what I'm going to do right now? It's not in my play of the day. I'll say it. Giant fans, you're going to get pounded tonight. Oh! Two touchdowns. How dare you? Two touchdowns, 14-point victory for San Francisco. It's going to be a terrible watch tonight. Daniel Jones has too much pressure. They are going to get pounded tonight. I didn't even wait till 45. I'll points. do some other ones. You I want got, the points? I want the points. All right. I'll take the points. You don't even know what the point is, sir. That's what I say to you.
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I this is gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game tonight. There's, I told you earlier what I, I thought the keys to the game were for the Giants to win this thing. Uh, Breedle will be a part of it, but more importantly, Daniel Jones running the ball, um, Jalen Hyatt getting, getting open downfield, things of those nature are going to have to happen. And and most importantly, when Brock Purdy makes mistakes, and he will, he makes mistakes, take advantage of them. They do those things. A ten and a half points looking pretty pretty. Pretty pretty, if you know what I'm saying. That's your top four at four. That stuff was good. The Arizona Fall League oh, stunk. So good. Can't wait. If you want a new vehicle, your place to go is Mohawk Honda, who brings us to top four at four every single day. Mohawk Honda in Glenville. We're going to be there next week. So stop by, say hello. If you've been listening to Fox Sports 95.9 and 980, you hear all the details of when LeVac and I are going to be there. So that's your opportunity. Mark it on your calendar. But maybe you want to do it this weekend. Stop into Mohawk Honda, make an appointment. Say, this is what I'm looking for, and start that process of getting yourself a new ride before the end of 2024. The fall is here. The road trip, maybe for the tailgate, or maybe you've just been just straight down to Arizona. Don't, Folly. Don't do that. Please, if you get a vehicle for Mohawk Honda, do not tell anybody there you're going to the Arizona Fall League. We're going to be there one week from today, September 28th. At the Arizona Fall League? No, at Mohawk Honda oh, in Glenville. Like that place too. Or you can stop in and find out the variety of vehicles that you can have for your life, your family, whoever you maybe the soon to be college graduate in a few semesters, maybe the senior in high school who's looking for the vehicle, reward them for getting into college, whatever you want in your life. Mohawk Honda. Shout out to Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Lindsey Herodin, Greg Johnson, the whole crew over there, Nick Nate and Ben killing it on social media as always. Mm-hmm. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And again, one week from today, we'll be broadcasting live for Mohawk Honda. Interesting suggestions to improve another New York team and more on the way. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Oh, man. Week, uh, week three of the NFL season gets underway this evening. Of course, uh, we'll be watching as the, the Giants attempt to take on the 49ers. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's football. It's, it's prime. It's, it's great. Um, but the story continues to be, the New York Jets, and what do you do at quarterback? You're so good everywhere else. You just told me, and you mentioned it before the show, and I, I don't know if it didn't register, but you told me the latest rumor on who could be the starting quarterback of the Jets. This is why I have to stay off social media some days, because whatever can beat the algorithm, whatever <laughs> can get the most engagement, will shoot up and catch the most eyeballs. Now, the rumor started with Barstool Sports, Oh, okay. And then another outlet picked it up. And then, like, these, I'm not taking shots at websites that are non traditional mm-hmm. sites, but everyone saw the bar still clicks. They're like, get on it, get on it, get on yeah. it. So we'll say the non traditional media started the rumor that why wouldn't the Jets call the Bears for Justin Fields? Like, why wouldn't they? And I saw the Patriot rumor out there, too. I saw some teams are like, if it's so bad, and for those who missed the story, Justin Fields was asked about what happened in the Buccaneers game. Why is he playing so robotic? And he blamed the coaching. So people said, oh, coaching? You know, Bill yeah. Belichick's pretty good. Robert Sala wants a quarterback. He seems to be Nathaniel Hackett. He hey. since walked it back, too. Yes. Fields is like, I, you know, I should have put it. It's on me. If they're tip balls, it's whatever it is. It's on me. It's on me. Um, but, I mean, realistically speaking, he did kind of tell the truth. He just didn't. He If he elaborated a little further... He doesn't sound like he's making an excuse. They told him not to run. Hey, coaches told me not to run. That's that's kind of part of my game. I'm kind of getting used to it, whatever. And it's a whole other whole other conversation. But he came out and he complained. He said he said coaching was the problem. 
Uh, Kirk Cousins is the rumor too. Both those teams zero and two right now going into this week. It, it, all the all these, they're both basement dwellers in the same division. What, I, here here's the problem I have. Does Justin Fields legitimately give you a better chance to win right now than Zach Wilson? And and the re- go ahead answer. No, I don't like how you phrase that question because I, I think Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. I think he has more potential in the field, but if I had to give you a number of win difference, one, a half, like why do I think Justin Fields could win more games than Zach Wilson? I think Justin Fields is more accurate of a passer, more mobile in the pocket, a better prospect. He can make more plays than Zach Wilson, but none of those have resulted in wins. No, maybe it is coaching, but uh, better quarterback, but to your question, no. I don't think he is a win total machine for gangrene fans. What world can you complain about coaching and then convince me that you're going to be able to figure out a brand new offense midseason <laughs> and take the new coaching? Like, because let's let's break down what these two guys are, right? They both have strong arms. They both can run. They both drafted very high. They, they both have a lot of, of pluses. They both make stupid plays. They both are kind of run first guys because they can't read defenses or at least haven't been able to so far. One went to BYU. We've seen a lot more pro quarterbacks work out from BYU. The other one, Ohio State, that has not worked out. I don't know any good quarterback really from Ohio State, like legitimately Ohio State. Don't give me Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. There. That's, <laughs> he never played. So I just, if it's the off season, if it's like, uh, you know, the beginning of, of the preseason games and you want to make a move like that, I can see where it might work out, but I just don't think like Kirk Cousins, we know as a film, just in, he's insane. Like he, he film, 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 study, 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 study. He might be able to pick up the offense and run it. But again, it's very different offense. It'll be a lot closer to what Aaron Rodgers would have been. But if you're going to adapt your offense for a guy who's not very good at reading defenses, has a strong arm and can run, why not do that for the guy who's already in house? And the Vikings already waving the white flag? Is it more about the contract for Kirk Cousins? Because Minnesota really doesn't think they can win anything this season? Well, even no, though they're no, own two I haven't heard Minnesota or Chicago offer these. And let's be clear, with the news that we have, Chicago far bigger dumpster fire well, at this moment than anybody. And and which is messed up because the Arizona Cardinals have literally poured gasoline into a dumpster and attempted to light on fire, and it's not as big a dumpster fire as what's going on in Chicago. But like you know, I guess if they keep losing, you know, you can make a move, but you already don't have a second round pick. You're going to give up a third round pick, fourth round pick. What are you, next year's too? Like, what are you going to give up to get this guy? Oh, and and by the way, you still haven't really figured out what you're going to do with Zach Wilson at that point. And allegedly, and I believe this to be true, Aaron Rodgers is coming back next year. At least Kirk Cousins is a one-year deal. He comes in, runs the offense similar to whatever. If he can figure it out, great. And then he, here's your hat. What's your hurry? Get out of here. And then Aaron Rodgers walks out of the darkness retreat, you know, puffing on ayahuasca or whatever you do. You drink ayahuasca, I learned. No, um, he's puffing it, though, in this case. Yeah. And and you're on your way. But the Justin Fields thing, the only, the only reason Justin Fields makes sense to me is if you're trying to save Justin Fields from what's going on in Chicago. And and he's part of the problem for the on the field, not off the field. Let's talk about that Chicago thing for a second, because I was very bothered by this I want, I want to just say right sure. now, before we go on here on Fox Sports Radio, WOFX 959-980-1031-2HD, and on the iHeartMedia app, the following statements made by LeVac and Gaz 
Let's just insert the word alleged now. Because yeah. I, I, I know what I think is happening here, but I have no proof, and I don't want to get in trouble. So alleged, and I believe. I just put it in there everywhere. And I will also... Preface, 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 prafias. I think it's prafias. Now I think about I'm it. I'm gonna say this first. Remember the Lane Kiffin story? Remember like Lane Which Kiffin, one? Old Miss. He was going to Auburn. Yeah. And that reporter got dragged and dragged and dragged. And I was defending him. I remember where I was. Shout out to the Hideaway. And I was like, Do you really think this local reporter didn't have it on good authority? This guy just nailed another Auburn story. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's Lane Kiffin in the SEC, but Lane Kiffin came out so strong against that local television reporter. It ended up not being true, and this is the part that fans get all worked up about. If a reporter, an anchor, somebody's going to go out there with a story, especially when it involves a local market, some aren't there for clicks. I know we opened this segment talking about clicks and Barstool and everything else. Some guys think they got it right, and they know it can make their career. I still think he... Well, I had a great source on that story. Ended up not being right. The guy who broke this story is a host from Chicago for Sports Talk Chicago named John Zagul, who loves our show. I believe he follows both of us on Twitter. Really? I don't think he's ever been a guest on the show. This guy's got pipes. I'm pretty sure huh. he follows you, LeVac. I know for a fact he follows me. This guy oh busts he's, his he's already butt. Off the site. He he's bu- already off the site, by the way. What do you mean he's off the site? I just went to the Bears yeah. uh, coaching staff page. Yeah. Dude's already off the site. Oh, when you said off the site, I thought Segul got bumped because he got over-trafficked oh, no. by his story and everything else. So, look, John was the first to have the story. Local guy, podcast host, non-traditional media guy, buses tail, again, golden pipes, all that good stuff. But here's what John decided to do. Schefter had it, then Ian Rappaport had it. So John decided to go on Twitter and say, please cite me for the source. Please cite yeah. me for the source. So, you know, so he's like, hey, man, like, I'm the I one who has this. Yeah. I, did the work. I did the work. Please cite me. And I believe McAfee did. So shout out to McAfee for that. What's his name again? John Zagul. Z-A-G-H-O-U-L. Okay. You should be able to find him yeah. on Sports Talk Chicago. So uh, Rappaport goes out there and just blasts the kid. And I say a kid just because he's my age. He's like, uh, this isn't true. This isn't what happened. And he's like, I stand by what happened. So like you said, Levac, to lead this off, some people are saying there was a raid. Some people are saying they are. A lot of time, national reporters should not have the first story locally because locally guys have better sources and tips and everything else. So I want to add that element to it of remember where it's coming from. Remember why people are pushing back because the national guys didn't have it first. And remember what could be the topic. Like this is a life-changing story that's mm-hmm. out there and could end somebody's profession and we talked about Matt Ariza the other day. So we have to be extra careful with this. But your instincts, my instincts, no one's saying why he resigned. No one's saying why he wasn't there he's week saying two. saying health. Okay. Yeah. Is what he's trying to say. Is, yeah. is, is so what, what health is it? Is it his blood pressure, heart problem, surgery? So, like, why don't you just say what the issue is then? Hmm. I, tell me if I'm, if I'm misinformed here. Because my, my initial understanding was, the report was his house was raided, and there was content on the computers that... Um, yes, that was the story. Were, yes. The, I thought the wrong part of the story was Hallis Hall, his office was raided. Because that, that allegedly never happened, but the house part did, as far as I understood. Now, he's saying he's, taking, he's stepping down because of his health. Okay. Is the, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go. You tell me you go and you seize the computers... 
there's one or two reasons in my mind you seize the computers. And I know there could be more. It's like, you know, tax fraud, this, that, other thing. But, but you're selling uh, secrets to, to the Russian spies or kid porn, which seems to be the more prevalent, sadly, of all the things. I would rather have you be a Russian spy, if we're being perfectly honest. But like... So that's why we're being very careful because if it does turn out that that's not the case, but that's that seems to be what everyone wants to point to, but can't quite do yet. It would be everybody's out of a job in Chicago, and rightfully so. And, and that might happen based on performance. Yeah, but like you know, this is a guy who he he was a he's a defensive back coach on the Tony Dungy Colts team that won the Super Bowl. He's he's got a pedigree in coaching. Um. This whole thing, it, it just—I feel like if it was really, if it was really health based, there'd be some uh, alluding to what the health issue was. This, this all stinks, stinks bad, and I think there's a lot. I think it usually where there's smoke, there's fire, but maybe there's not. Maybe, maybe this is, maybe it's all a giant misunderstanding. This isn't a bad thing of the non-clarity and clarity of a report, and what I mean by that is that sports fans have gotten a lot smarter. I know there's some bad takes out there, and you might have a friend or a family member who has some terrible sports takes, but I really believe sport fan, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever, fans in general are getting smarter because now they want more information. Hang on a second. What's up with Tails' girlfriend again? Hang on a second. What happened to that kid from USC who jumped out of the window? They said he was, wait, wait, what? Like, we've gotten so many fake reports over the past few years, Johnny Manziel, remember his parents actually aren't rich. Like there was a time period there for like a good 10 year window where, oh, well, so-and-so said it. So it must be true. Oh, it was on social media. I saw it on Twitter. It's got to be true. Like we've got a little bit more informed, but when we don't have clarity as sports fans up to what's going on, that's when rumors run rampant. That's when people are like, hmm, why didn't you just tell us the truth? Like we're going to find out anyways. Why aren't you just telling the idea of not saying anything makes more people question what's going on. So when we hear a bad maybe crossover here, but we'll use Saquon Barkley tonight talking about the Giants. There was a moment there that Brian Dable was like, I don't know. I mean, he's a quick healer. He might play. No, he's not. Like, you're not being truthful. You know, how many times do we do this with Aaron Boone? I don't know. He might be back next week. No, he's not. Like, we as sports fans have become a little bit bitter. Uh, we've become... Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for here? Where you don't believe in things We're anymore. We're a little jaded. We're, jaded, yeah. thank you, jaded. Or you become jaded because we've been so, fed so many lies that old sports fan would have been like, oh, okay, well, coach said it, so it's true. I read it in the newspaper. No. Like, I think we deserve to be jaded in stories like this because we've been fooled so often, and we're kind of figuring this out a little bit now. Yeah, I just, this this whole thing, like, in, in the, the rating... Of the, of the computers. Like, if that's real, then this is, it's already done. They don't do that raid in, unless they have good reason to do so. I, I would be, if you had it at home, that's, it's terrible. You're, you're a scum. If you have it at work, and I have to believe the internet security and everything at Hallis Hall is, is stronger than here at iHeart, you know, over at my other job at Tech East, but, but whatever. Like, how do you even get to those sites if that be the case? And this is assuming the absolute worst. And again, I haven't heard anyone say what's on these computers. But like, hey, I grabbed lunch at Subway today. 
Huh? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the last time I remember hearing stuff just like this. So I, it just it all it all spells disaster for the Bears. And 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 look, obviously, if if the worst of the worst is true about this Allen Williams uh, person, then football is the least of it. But that's what we do here. So bear with me. Like literally, bear with me. I, I just Justin Fields. I think suck it up, buddy. This is where you're gonna play the rest of the year. Uh, Eberflus will be lucky to get through the year at this rate, and the rest of the coaching staff will probably be lucky to get through as well. Does it feel weird to talk about Fields, Wilson, and Lawrence? Like, they're all in the same class. Yeah. Isn't Mac Jones and Trey Lance in there, too? Yeah. What a weird, odd quarterback draft class that was. Yeah, and it's just, well, it's, it's every year you get these teams that are forced to take quarterbacks. And no matter how many times you see a Brock Purdy, which I miss irrelevant, I get it. It's not normal. Tom Brady, six rounds, not hundred percent normal, but you see like, like Derek Carr, second round pick these, there's guys that don't go in the beginning of the draft who are suitable starters for a very long time. Sometimes way more than that, but you force yourself to take these other quarterbacks because they're the big names. And that's what your fan base wants. Next thing you know, you're in a situation, take out, take out the, the tabloid evil part of this. Without that, the Bears are in a situation where they could lose a bunch of games, end up with the number one overall pick, need a new coach and a new quarterback all over again. One more time on this. Lawrence Fields, Wilson, Jones, Lance. I won't have you rank them. We did that yesterday, actually. Uh, we'll do this instead. Letter grades, LeVac. Professor LeVac. Mm-hmm. I want to go first. I'm cutting okay. you. All right. uh, Trevor Lawrence, A-. I'll give, him, I'll give him an A. Okay. Justin Fields, C. C-. minus. Lance, F. Incomplete. Okay. Zach, I don't even know what he is. I was going to say Zach Wilson a D and Mac Jones a C minus. It would have been uh, a lot easier to follow that's if I fair. did that. All right. I like that. I like that because uh, Zach Wilson at this point, like, like I give I give Zach Wilson a, a D and then there's another there. Come see me after class and I'm going to give him a chance to, to save himself. And then Mac Jones, I give him the uh, like a C, a C minus. And there'll be a note on there. Get your stuff together because you can have a D real quick. Like, cause he's just, I mean, you, if you heard picks this morning, I, I think I broke Cantera's heart when I told him, I was like, if you watch, he's compiling stats. He's not compiling wins. He's not, he's not, Mac Jones is, is a good stat fantasy quarterback. He ain't a good real world quarterback. A C C minus D F make that a little easier to follow. I was jumping around like a professor who just rubbled the papers all over their desk and everything else. It was that bad. You've been, you've been far more confusing about way less. I won't confuse you about this. A plus Lily and David Fine Jewelers, uh, yes. the shops of Wilton's the place that you want to go. My wonderful mom and dad are celebrating their 35th wedding That's anniversary. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes, they're off to Quebec. They're enjoying oh. a great time. My dad took my advice, stopped over to Lily and David Fine Jewelers, got my mom a wonderful anniversary gift. So guys, whatever it is, whether it's your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife, Make sure to celebrate her and find out what fits her style, her fashion, and more. You hearing that might intimidate you a little bit because you probably, even after all these years of marriage, don't know exactly what your wife wants. That's okay. Alyssa, David, G, Tammy, everybody in there will talk about what she wears, what she's gotten before, and will continue to get you compliments for years to come. I heard the magical words this past this past week, LeVac. Oh, yeah. My wife wanted to go apple picking with her sisters. Oh, oh uh, without you. Without me. Yeah? That's right, guys. If you want to say, hey, I got you this wonderful pair of earrings, now you can go out apple picking. Hey, I got you this ring, go apple picking. It's about us in football, okay? We can get that weekend. You can get seven hours of football. If you go to Lillian David, find you there's the shops of Will, and when you stop in, tell me you heard about God's giving you this suggestion to enjoy NFL, college football, the fall weekends. You're welcome. I do want to get like a uh, Lillian David uh, 
equation sheet. Like, hey, I don't want an Apple pick this year. Oh, okay, we got nice earrings over here. That'd be perfect. <laughs> hey, I want to watch all of March Madness without being bothered. Okay, well, take a look at this tennis bracelet. Like, like <laughs> hey, I may or may not have, uh, you know, uh, hung out with her cousin. Oh, all right, hold on. This is the big case. Come on, big diamonds. Let's go. Uh, all right, hey, coming up, we got our play of the day thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. And um, I, I, I like our play of the day. And... For no other reason, let's talk about drinking. Slovak Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 9.80. And Slovak Goss for USX Pest Control. As a matter of fact, uh, house is being taken care of today. I'm, oh, really? You didn't tell me that? Wow. Yeah, no, I just uh, I literally saw in the ring that, that he was there. So, uh, yeah, checking everything out, making sure we're good. And that's, that's the beauty of USX Pest Control. They come in, they tell you where the trouble spots are. They then come with a plan to keep you from having trouble and rock and roll you're moving forward the reason i was a little caught off guard there is because earlier in the day you didn't respond to my text message with our pal dave over at usx pass control because coach prime Dion sanders is having some issues in his coaching office with some pests and he says he needs help so if you saw that tweet online today tag usx pass control let him know coach prime usx pass control i know you're in colorado but maybe they'll send someone out <laughs> to help you out if you have a fellow coach or maybe an an employee, a fellow coworker that's having some issues, recommend USX Pest Control. Whether it's for your home, your office, whatever, USX <laughs> Pest Control can help you get rid of the pests in your life. I mean, I, I guess we could probably get the crew over to Colorado real quick if we needed to. I, I, I imagine mile high rats are different, just a different breed. Uh, go to usxpest.com, schedule your free inspection today. It's Lavac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. These are the things, days like today are how I know that I may never, ever get in real shape again. Like days like today are the ones that like, you know, I just, I like, you got to do like real talk to yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror. You got to say, how do I get around this stuff? Because... My day starts with trip over to uh, Pix 106, Quinn and Cantera. We talk football. You're on daddy duty at that point. You can't you can't get here at that exact moment in time, which is fine with me. I, I don't I don't need you, jerk. Um, <laughs> but I walk out of that room. Is every time I call somebody a jerk, that's going to go off. Uh, but I walk out of that room and I look over, and uh, Tracy from the River Morning Show, uh, Big Al from the sales team, and I don't know the store. But uh, they're doing um, apple teeny uh, tasting. Ooh. And, hey, come on over. I'm like, ah, I've never had an apple teeny. It's 8.30 a.m. <laughs> I don't know if this is the time to have an apple teeny. Come on. Okay. Grabbed an apple teeny. It was really good. I, I, I'm not going to be an apple teeny guy, but I now know that if someone puts one in front of me, I can uh, I can enjoy it. I can, I can have it. Um, so that happens. And then I go to my other office, and everybody's like, Bent little Benny Ice. He goes, that's apple. It's fruit. It's good for breakfast. I'm like, you know what? I like your logic. So again, I let him talk me into it being okay that I started my day with an apple teeny. And then I'm sitting there and you start popping up in my Twitter X feed because the five best beers. And this isn't by brand. This is like, like, you know how like when we're doing tastings and stuff and I'll go, dude, that's a lawnmower beer. That's when you're in the sun. You're having a blast. It's quenching. You can kind of crush them all day long. Lawnmower beer. Love lawnmower beer. So, one of you, is it one of your friends who started? Shout out to Jack Morgan on Twitter. Jack Morgan saw this. He listens to the show. He's a big Browns and Diamondbacks fan. 
He quote tweeted it. And then after that, it started building a little momentum in the AM. So appreciate everyone giving their list. We're going to share this again on social media on Saturday morning. If you aren't on X, so you can participate as well. Jack's top five beers. He passed along to us. Number Let's go five to one. We're going to go okay. five to one. Yep. Airport beer, five. I do like airport beer. Any golf beer, four. Yep. Shovel beer, criminally underrated. You shovel the old driveway, you have a beer after. That's three. You throw them right in the snowback, too. They stay nice and cold. Beach beer, two. Mow the lawn beer, one. Uh, I have zero issue with all five of those. They're all five good ones. The um, The winner, like shovel the driveway beer. Again, you put a couple beers in a snowbank, you start shoveling. By the time you get to those, they are the they're just like a degree above frosty. <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. Do you think that's what Jack thought? You think it was shoveling the driveway or leaving it in there? I don't know now. Now I'm a little twisted. I gotta redo my list. I mean, whatever, like if you can get away without shoveling and then just go enjoy the beer in the driveway, rock and roll. Here was my list, and thank you to DJ for pointing out my spelling error. As I opened yeah, up with sports book bear, yeah, where they turned from beers the, to gossy bears. If you're in that sports book, or, or long Felica, enough. you and Felica and, and a sports book is all you really need. Bear slash beer at five, vacation slash beach beer combined. Those at four, airport beer, tailgate beer, free beer, <laughs> number one on my list. Free beer always like a lot of people are, are are jumping on board with you for the free beer. Um. I don't mind paying for beer in the right situations. Like that airport beer, you know you're paying like double price for that beer. But if it's cold and you got a layover, don't matter. Ain't ain't no problem here. Uh, me, what are we doing? Five to one? Five to one. Holiday beer. Like when you're when everybody's having beers and it's like, oh, this is cool, man. You know, like you get to, to catch up with the old crew with a holiday beer. Everybody's in a good mood. Love it. Um, authority beer. This is what I call like when the boss, the the significant other, whoever, the girlfriend, whoever it is, they go, you want to get a beer? And it's like, wait, you're the boss. Like, you're in charge. You're the one who's going to yell at me for having this beer. I now need this beer. This is the greatest thing ever. Uh, lawnmower beer, of course, self-explanatory. Tailgate beer. Tailgating's the, the bomb. And then my favorite of all time is always uh, surprise day drinking beer. I, I, usually, I used to call it half day of school or half day of work. It's like you get out of work at 11 or, or noon or something one day. It's really early. And you happen to, you know, you pull in your driveway, your neighbor's home, and it's like, what's up, dude? How you doing? You you want you want to bend an elbow? You do? And next thing you know, it's 5 o'clock, and everybody else is getting home, and you guys are sloshed. Those are my favorites, because there's no reason for it. There's no explanation. You're going to get in trouble with somebody, but it doesn't matter, because you're drunk. The voice of Union Football and the former voice of the Albany Empire, my my co-broadcaster, Andrew Santillo, I think was more pro-Levac than pro Goss here because he said, also receiving votes, the end of the week beer, kind of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. the sporting event. Well, slash- no, the end of the week is different than the half day. Okay. The half okay. day, like, it could be Tuesday. Like, we used to, we actually, um, <laughs> my buddy and I, I won't, I won't say his name. Well, you know, we'll call him Mike because that's his name. Um, <laughs> we In the past, we've been, we've been really well behaved. We would do what's called a Blitzkrieg Tuesday, just a random Tuesday out of nowhere. It's lunchtime. You look over. What are you doing? Nothing? You good? Yeah? You want to go over? All right. And then you you have, you have to go find your trucks at, at that place the next day. Uh, he said, why is an airport, this is going to answer on Twitter, why is an airport beer ahead of a vacation beer? Here's what I think about that one. Sometimes on vacation, you could have people who might judge you. There might be some judges out there on the beach. There might be some judges on the boardwalk. I don't think I've ever judged a single person, or I feel like I've ever been judged, 
by drinking a beer at the airport. There is something about you're going on a trip, you're exploring. Like you said, Levesque, if you have a layover that's longer, there is just a no one is going to get in my way on this airport beer. Usually it's to the destination rather than from. You and I have had some layovers before. Those are well-needed beers. See, I'm, I, I, I like the logic of the airport beer being better than the vacation beer, but I'm the other way around. See, like you still care what people think. Like if I'm on vacation, I'm having beers. Like it's happening. Like I don't like I'm I'm I have no responsibilities. The last time when I'm on vacation, my car's a good thousand miles away. I can't drive. I can't get you think I'm not gonna have beers? Anytime it can be it feels wrong, like even the littlest bit wrong, it's a better beer. So the airport where it's like, well, we gotta make this connecting flight, or we chug an ice cold beer. There's a lot of tweets here. I'm just going to start picking and choosing my favorite submissions from some of these tweets. Let's go to our guy, Boston Dan. His number one favorite beer is a bad news beer. Interesting. Um, well, you know why? Because, again, he's like me. There's certain like, – we don't care what anybody thinks, but there are one or two people in our world. Like, for me, my daughter. If my daughter went, Dad, are you drunk? I'd be like, oh, man, this sucks. This is bad. Like him, it's, it's Boston Danielle. If Boston Danielle goes, Dan – He's like, oh man, this sucks. Where if it's bad news beer, like, what do you want me to do? I just got bad news. Like she can't. She's trumped by the bad news beer. That's an alone beer. You're just like, ah, no, miss. no, no. Your no? boy's got to come up All with right. a sixer at least. At Bobby Leo Eleven, who's off the Lake Placid, by the way, he's listening on the app. We appreciate him, man. He said, guys, what about the pre-wedding beer? Love that submission because there's cocktail hour. Yeah. There's the wedding itself when you have the open bar, but the celebratory let's go, it's about to be a day. Levac, you and I had a few of those yeah. a few weekends ago, and I kept turning to you saying, This tastes so good. Yeah. This tastes so good. We were we were um I was in less of a rush to get to the reception because we found a nice place with ice cold beers. It was perfect. It was uh Boston Dan's wedding, different situation though. The pre wedding beers were actually sleeves of uh, of minis that we that each groomsman was handed like a sleeve of minis. Nice. Yeah, I like Sir Burt's. He suggested the campfire beer and the March Madness beer. I think Ooh, that goes nice. Good. Those are two good ones. The yeah. pool beer and the uh, the pool beer by DJ. I think all those kind of like fall in the same realm. The pool beers, the vacation, feeling good beer. The March Madness campfire. That's all summer. And then, of course, obviously, March. March. Those are all great submissions. Yeah, I, I have zero issue with any of them. I just again, it, the, the more wrong it is or like that somebody might think like like again, I remember the last. The last half day of school beer I did, and again, I was well out of school. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't have to go to work that day. I went in like for an hour in the morning. It was all taken care of. My my best friend at the time, Mark, we owned a house together. He lived on the upstairs half. I lived in the downstairs half. Both of our girlfriends were gone for the day. They, had, they weren't coming back from work till like 5, 6 o'clock at night. So I get back I get back from work at 10 a.m. I go, oh, what are you doing here, dude? He goes, I got to make a couple calls. I, I'm basically working from home. I'm like, you don't want to, you don't want to next thing I know, I didn't even get the word out and we're going and the house is out of alcohol by the time the women folk got home at like five, six o'clock at night. And, and to their credit, they laughed it off, but they're like, you didn't even save us drinks. And they were like, well, you're sober. You can go get more. But that was like, that was, that's a monumental. Cause there's no reason for it. There's no, it's not an occasion. You know, you, there's a good chance you're going to get yelled at at some point for being, you know, just blitzkrieged at later at night. But, you know, hey, man, it's all part of the game. We've got New York Giants. We've got NFL. We've got Yankees. That is one of my favorite things we've done on social media. It's the awesome feedback. We appreciate everybody being a part of that discussion. Again, that discussion will roll on 
throughout the week and to put us all in a good mood today as we're getting closer and closer to Friday, closer and closer to the weekend. That's truly the play of the day. Thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. But, Levac, you and I both have some plays, I believe, for tonight's action, which you can hear on our sister station, Picks 106, as the Giants take on the 49ers. I um I have one that I really, really like, uh, and it's it, – it, this is one of those ones. Remember last year I was on the Katerius Tony kick. I thought Katerius Tony would score an anytime touchdown at some point, and it finally like worked. It worked out for me very well in the in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm on the Jalen Hyatt kick. Give me the Jalen Hyatt anytime touchdown because I like I like the points with the Giants. I like a lot of things, but I can see where this could go basically either way if we're being perfectly honest. But I think that if the if the Giants are going to have a chance of turning this offense into what it could be, especially without Saquon. That's when you're looking for Jalen Hyatt. When I bet this yesterday, it was plus 1,100. It's plus 900 now. Ooh. So it's still tasty, but it was, it's a little more tasty yesterday. I, I do have a same-game parlay running for this game that is like $10 to win 800 some odd dollars. I like the sound of all those things. I've been a little bit of a mess. And uh, LeVac, well, before we turn... Before we turn on the Man. mics today, I'm yelling at you from the other how room. About, like, how about this? That same game parlay I was telling you about. It's so it's ten bucks to win eight hundred seventeen dollars and ninety cents. It's already over ten dollars to cash it out. The game hasn't started yet, and they they're begging me to cash out already. That's a great sign. Nah, not happening. Boy, I'm now rolling. you got me more messed up than I thought before. Do you want to know what it is? Do you want to see? It? You want to ride along? I kind of do. Uh, it's it's Giants plus ten and a half. Jalen Hyatt anytime touchdown. Daniel Jones anytime touchdown. The three together. Boy, now he got me. No, I'm out on a limb. I'm out on a limb here, but ten to ten to ten to get over eight hundred bucks. If there's anything that should feel good about the confidence of a wager is what you just said. Like if you fire one off and those numbers start moving in your favor, you got to feel real confident. Conor McGregor swag heading into Thursday night with that. So I keep trying to combine this combination of bets of. Brock Purdy over one interception. Purdy on brand for me because I've become a Brock Purdy hater. You he's due. Hater. He's played so well. You got to eventually think on a Thursday night something odd might happen, even if it's a tip. Like a, a tip ball at the line could end up in a pick. So I'm trying to find, which is basically about a 50 50 odd. I want the Giants to score first in the game as a touchdown. So what I'm having problems with is it the first touchdown drive, which I've seen on places like DraftKings at plus 400. I've seen places at Caesars. It's close to plus 700. I'm trying to combine these bets. So I'm just going to not parlay it. I'm just going to chop it in half. First opening drive, three chops. Opening drive touchdown, a little bit, like 10% of your unit, your measurement Mm -hmm. on the opening drive touchdown. Giants as a team score the first touchdown of the game. If you can find that at respective sportsbook. And then a Brock Purdy over 0.5 interception. I do the math for you. I'll tell you what all that is. I'll tell you that I'm 2-0 in the last two days on our play of the day. That parlay of over Rangers, Red Sox, and Nationals money line hit. So just chop it up. Take what you want. Go to the buffet. Fill up the plate. And you'll be good to go. Winning bat beers are always good, too. Uh, play of the day is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, tomorrow, we are hoping to be speaking to Mr. Dom Mysterio. Yes, Dirty Dom, Dominic. Dirty Dom. And we'll t- ask some questions about mommy, Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. Fantasy versus reality. Thanks to our friends at Hooters. Top four for Mohawk Honda. Play of the day. Getting ready for a football Friday. We are packed. I love Fridays in the fall. We love Thursdays, too. But there's something different about that Friday feel with football just around the corner for the weekend. Friday feel football uh, is all right. So time for us to uh, to get out of here. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends at Elevation Ten Thousand. Elevation10k.com is the website, and here's the deal, right? 
one of the first first people to call us when they found out we were getting back on the air was Dave McLeod over at Elevation 10,000. And he said, I want to support. I want to help you guys elevate your brand. And he's been there for us straight through. It's it's the feeling that you get when you have an, an expert in your corner. You know what I mean? That feeling you get when you have the right support system. And it's not just because I've been friends with Dave for 100 years and God's been Dave with, friends with Dave for 50 years. It's because this is what Elevation 10,000 does. They're going to look at what's going on with your stuff, and they're going to come up with a very comprehensive plan on how they can help you elevate your brand. Whatever it is, whether it's the digital marketing, trying to find out how you can connect with new audiences through social media, through videos, and more, whether it is that apparel side of your business, whether you're just trying to find things to have your name and your brand continue to build business, that's what the experts do. Whether it's a media background, professional background, social media background, that's what the team at Elevation 10,000 can do for you. Find what your business needs and grow for the future. Absolutely. Kavino and Rich next? Yeah, let's do it. All right, and then we're, we'll be back tomorrow. Everybody have a, a great day. Good luck with your wagers, especially if you agree with me. Uh, it's LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.